0: Welcome to Paranormal yes. Night Shift, your home for all things that go bump in the dark and your fan stories told here. Join your host, Andy Ayers and Grayson McGay, as they journey into the strange, bizarre, and paranormal world we call life. I love it, man. I'm going for the going for the voice, man. <clears throat> oh dude, it sounds
1: phenomenal. In fact, y'all in the chat, let us know what y'all thought of that intro like me on other hand like dude that was that was
0: on i'm going for the voice man you know i think i I think there's something about it um you know like the guy from thriller and the the name is totally messing me up right now i can't remember it but you know darkness falls in y'all's neighborhood i I love it dude i try to we'll try to incorporate that you know wait by but, the hey, way,
1: I want to give a huge shout out to all of the amazing people that's already live here in the audience. Welcome to the live show where we are going to be reading off your fan submitted stories. And I know some of y'all may be kind of curious, well, hey, how can we submit our story? And it's actually very, very, very simple. All you have to do is go to ParanormalNightShift.com. dot Go there. There's going to be a little link that says submit your story here. Click that link, take you straight over to it, submit your story and either Grayson and I will read it. But one thing that we can say, even if we don't read it, it is going to be going into our email list. So therefore, if you also want a spooky story sent to your email inbox every single day, make sure you also sign up to be to our exclusive email list. Over Ah. at paranormalnightshift.com.
0: Absolutely, absolutely, and welcome in everybody. Um, yes, absolutely. My name is like it's being screamed. Yes, Maga! I like it. You know, <laughs> it might be the way that we start introducing ourselves from here on out. Lots of A's. Just ah, I like it. It works. Yeah. It works. Oh yeah.
1: Also, side note. By the way, we are also we're also about to officially launch Paranormal Night Shifts Patreon. To where you get exclusive content from Paranormal Night Shift, you get exclusive merch. Um, I believe we are going to also be launching a an a, a exclusive monthly sticker. Basically, it doesn't matter what tier you sign up for, you get the sticker of the month.
0: So as long
1: as you put in your, your, your address and that kind of board.
0: Absolutely. You have
1: to put that in in order to get the stickers. But we, we are... We are, go- we are actually in the process of launching our Patreon. You'll be able to listen to all of the episodes 100% ad-free. And depending, depending on which tier is going to depend on, you may end up being able to get early access to a lot of the episodes. And also, we're going to have some exclusive Patreon content. Like, I know some of y'all love the Haunted America series. Yep. And I love it, too. But we may end up making that a Patreon exclusive.
0: Right. And with Patreon, one of the things that we're looking at doing as well is with the apps that you guys are watching us on right now, I am, for lack of a better word, restrained and confined on some of the details of these horror stories that I'm allowed to tell. A lot yes. of them leave a lot of them leave a lot more to be wanted and uh, I have to leave some details behind things out. We've gotten some absolutely like really graphic sc- stories that um, <clears throat> both of the apps will not let us put up because they get flagged. However, if you guys want some more graphic and, and very much so more detailed, longer-form st- stories, um, that, that's what you'll be able to find on the Patreon as well. And some of the other stuff that we're, we're looking at doing is uh, like the Patreon different tiers are going to allow you to have like cameos and things like that from us to where you'll schedule a a phone call to tell us your story and we can record your story and things like that as well. So it's going to be really exciting to see what comes up and I'm excited for it. Um, It really does open up a lot of doors and I hope you guys absolutely love hearing these stories. Share them with your friends. Tell them to go to paranormalnightshift.com. You can go and check out all of the fun, exclusive content on the website, merch, all the fun stuff. Um, sign up, you get your little badge and everything like that, and it it it's really cool. More than anything, yeah. we're just asking you guys share these stories and definitely let us know what you guys are interested in because I'm going to do some haunted Americas tonight. Nandy, and I know you got some really good stories as well, but mm-hmm. my question of the night right now is: Have you ever heard? of Chessie, the Chesapeake Bay Sea Monster. I've never heard of it. It was one that I hadn't heard of either. Um, It is one that I have not heard of either, but Maryland has Chessie, the Chesapeake Bay Sea Monster. Now, Chessie sightings have been around since the early 1930s, but they really started to pick up steam in the 80s because of yeah, photogra- uh, photographic evidence and everything like that became a lot more readily available for people. You could click a couple photos, you had the polaroid, shake them off and things like that. But during the 1980s is really when the Chessie boom kind of came up. That was when everybody really started talking about Chessie. And Chessie is said to resemble a giant water snake measuring somewhere around 30 to 50 feet long. And her approximate thickness is said to be like a telephone pole. So imagine a giant anaconda swimming around in the Chesapeake Bay. Oh, there's wow. not there's not been any recorded attacks from Chessie, but with a 30-foot-long snake swimming around in the Chesapeake Bay, most people don't want to run into her anyway. And that, like, these little Haunted America series has opened up the, the, the door to all these new cryptids, all of these new like you know you have the jersey devil you've got the black dog you've got now chessie you've got you know florida's got a skunk ape you've <laughs> got mothman of west virginia like so many different cryptids that are really just located in these specific areas it's just really cool to hear ones that i hadn't come across before chessie was one that i have not come across before but i absolutely love the story and tell us down in the comments if anybody is from the Maryland area, have you guys heard anything from Chessie? Like, there's a gift shop in the Chesapeake Bay that sells Chessy t-shirts, so I've got one coming, uh, so that I can I, I can have a uh, a Chessy t-shirt. But it just I love these little haunted stories, man. They're just they're they're really they're blowing my mind that there's so many of them out there.
1: Oh no! And it's like and. In- like me i'm here for it i love these stories and in fact um now mind you i'm about to tell a tell a story about about essentially this em the emt Mm -hmm. and this was submitted by philip
0: awesome and this was
1: submitted a while back but it's this is one of the stories that you're going to be getting on the exclusive email list it doesn't cost anything you just sign up and you start getting emails um but um philip worked nearly 12 years as a firefighter slash emt until he was physically unable to do so anymore he had some paranormal experiences in the past but hadn't really given them much thought um when he was in his 30s and had not experienced any since he was like in the eighth or ninth grade he told himself that there was probably some kind of explanation and chalked it up to his ad ADD imagination which grayson i think you and i we both know about mm-hmm. that, that kind of stuff but in the town where he was on duty it's ah, let me go and just go into first person with it in the town where i was on duty we had a structure fire for an unoccupied residence this house had been vacant for some time but it was a hot spot for squatters, drug deals, and also the production of other substances. Um, there were also plenty of us who had been on the department for a while that were familiar with this particular house, and we had heard some of the neighbors say that it was haunted or even possessed. But none had ever been given the notion, or never even given that notion a second thought. Usually, because we had many repressing matter, matters to tend to. Because I mean, yeah, think about it. Whenever you're a firefighter, EMT, and that kind of thing, like you constantly have things to go to, and like whenever you know you have an abandoned house, it's kind of it's it's low, low on the low on the totem pole. But on this night, the fire was progressing faster than we could keep up with, and we couldn't get on the roof due to a lack of upkeep of the house had received since it was all but abandoned. I'm pretty sure there was no longer any type of running water or electricity to the house at all. Since no one was inside, we stayed outside of the house. Um, I had been inside it twice during my time with the department for medical emergencies, and it was in awful shape. Rotting floors, holes in the floors, walls, holes in stairwells, like all of it, like, like it was literally about to collapse. And also no electricity at all. So I'm pretty sure that, you know, even you could imagine stitch of that house, especially no electricity, no air, no nothing, no running water. But as the fire began to consume the entire two story house, I began to get a whiff of that same stitch. And it was kind of odd to notice that, you know, I thought to myself about the same time, one of the guys I was on duty with asked if I could smell that. And I told him I did there were uh very many on lurker on lurkers like there are sometimes because you know it was kind of late but a few other people that were there were saying that they could smell it too kind of weird smell um we began hearing sounds as a fire had now engulfed the entire house it started out very faint as some trap moisture was getting hot and steaming out of the wood or something along those lines but As it went from that to a low whistle, kind of like a teapot to a low wail. I noticed I wasn't the only one hearing it. A few of the other guys were hearing it as well. Some of the onlookers left because they were kind of freaked out. I was kind of curious of what was going on with it. Then all of a sudden I just stopped. As soon as it stopped, that's when we noticed the smoke in the smoke. We can make out a large devilish face and two smaller human shaped silhouettes the two medical emergencies i mentioned earlier they were both overdose patients that didn't make it they both died in that house and i don't know exactly know what went on in that house after it had been left to rot but whatever was purged from it that night i'll never forget the sounds that i heard were something that i've never heard before since and mind you whenever that fire happened the house was completely destroyed um but they say the lot got cleaned up and nothing was ever rebuilt in its place um the neighbor said they never noticed anything weird happening around there after that night and whatever was trapped there at the time must have finally been able to move on <sighs> at least we had an ending to this story
0: yeah i know i leave you guys on cliffhangers all the time but uh <laughs>
1: At least we have an ending to this one. At least, at least we know that the people that they they finally moved on.
0: Well, where they moved on to is the is the question there then.
1: That's very true.
0: That's yeah, that, very that's true. A very true statement, man. That was a really good story, and Philip, thank you so much for sending that one in, man. I love, you know, there's something about getting some sort of. I don't know. Tell me what you think, Andy, and tell me in the comments what you guys think. But like when you get stories like that, that come from like people like firefighters and police and fire and medic and and, and military personnel. Those are ones that really kind of they for me, they go to the top of the list because those are people who, for lack of a better word, they've got something to lose. Like their, their word is kind of in those in those situations, their word holds some concrete behind it like because you can't you you would assume that people in those jobs are not people who are going to make up information so because i guarantee you there was a fire report about the smell and everything like that and how do you explain certain things so oh yeah it, it reminds me a lot of the tunnel uh the tunnel one that we got from savannah where you know they had to go in there and explore those tunnels and it's like all right. Well, I mean, you and I were in Savannah. Walked around downtown Savannah. We walked past the tunnels. It's, it's gated off. But there's uh-huh. a large homeless population in in Savannah that those tunnels are gated off and locked up. But yeah, kind of. So, the, according to the city, they are locked up and and nobody can get in there. However, according to everybody else, <laughs> you can get in there. So. Yeah. Yeah, we we were down there eating food, and, and we had a guy totally ask us if we wanted to go. And I'm like, no, th- no, thank you, thank you though, but no, thank you. But man, hey, Mama Larius is in here. Hey, everybody else who's on here, Damon, it's good to see you, Sandra, it's good to see you, uh, Mr. Blacks, it's good to see you as well. Nick, how you doing? Happy Hump Day! I hope everybody is making it through the week. Man, I, I love a good story. I love I love a good conspiracy. You guys all know that. And uh, oh yeah. let's take a trip down to, to one that everybody has questions about, especially with this new information that's been released. Let's talk about Nevada and Area 51. Yes. There is perhaps no urban legend, myth, or conspiracy theory more famous than Nevada's Area 51. It's a mysterious government facility that is rumored to be associated with aliens. The U.S. government has only made this site more conspiracy theory fuel by, you know, coming out and stating that it's a classified area due to national security. And, you know, that fuels that fire. The secret surrounding Area 51 is what makes it very much so creepy. And the government admitting that the program to investigate aliens and UFOs here recently has really sparked fire behind what is legitimately hiding in Area 51. Several other, several other restricted areas throughout the world are not as guarded heavily as Area 51, which leads people to believe that what are they doing there? People have claimed constantly to see special militarized testing happening over Area 51. Area 51 itself is a do not fly zone, Um, the theories that go so much deeper behind Area 51 recently investigating into caverns and underground facilities that have been found in a geological dig. So basically somebody near the Area 51 where it is actual private property has dug and sent out shockwaves and sees that there are underground bunkers at Area 51 that go a lot further than what they probably should. Missile silos only go so deep. Now they've done soil samples and realized that you sh- shoot those waves out there, you're going to find a lot more underneath Area 51 than you thought. But it, you know, what is the true purpose behind Area 51? Is it a military base that is trying to to find new in information, or is it is it something more? Roswell, New Mexico has only opened up the ideas for more things behind Area 51, and a lot of cleanup and secretive things have always been associated with Area 51. I'd just like to know in in the comments, what do you guys think Area 51 is designed for? I have no idea. My question really,
1: I have no idea. Now, mind you, I mean alien stuff kind of it's interesting it's interesting because I'm not going to say that there's no such thing as aliens because I mean well the government's saying that there's aliens
0: oh there. absolutely
1: but I think I would be naive to say that like there's got to be some other type of life form out there
0: well you would definitely think so I think um I think it, it's one of those things that um I think it's one of those things. And, and, and I heard somebody, I heard somebody mention this one, but once before it made me laugh is that if, that if we know that there's an area 51, then where are the other areas? Like where's area one through 50 located yeah. at, you know, I've what heard about area here?
1: 49.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I've heard about that. I better not be getting no knock on my door. Cause I said,
0: yeah, that. you're going to start getting <laughs> knocks on your door now, man. You're, <laughs> Look, between what you and I do for, for, for this and a living, I guarantee you that you and I are already on some sort of list anyway. So absolutely. I think
1: dude, I bought guarantee it. I about guarantee it. <laughs> we're on some people's list.
0: Oh absolutely.
1: Yeah. Um, but- apparently Area fifty two is uh NILIS, uh Air Force.
0: Oh yeah. Well see, and I think like nuclear bunkers and things like that man I mean I, I absolutely can agree with with some of it but why so classified like why why so secretive you would you would think and maybe maybe I'm not even thinking this but you would think that if the US government was actually doing something there the rumor mill of the things that they are doing there would not be as high as they are now you know what right. I mean like area 51 is one of those things that people have known for years. So you would think that the U S government would like, you know, have a family day or something that would let people go, Oh, this place ain't got no aliens, but I don't know, man. I mean, I, I, I love talking about aliens. I love area 51. Oh yeah. Speaking
1: of aliens, I've got another story for you.
0: Let's hear it, man.
1: Now to protect th- this guy did end up, um, didn't end up asking to remain anonymous. So I'm gonna call him um John. I'm gonna call him John. Sounds a good name. Um but he was uh driving home from work late one night when he saw a strange light in the sky. <laughs> the light was moving erratically and seemed to be getting closer. So John pulled over to the side of the road to get a better look. As the light got closer, John could see that it was a large metallic object. The object hovered over his car just for a few moments and then began to descend. John was terrified and tried to run, but he felt a strange tingling sensation in his body and his legs became paralyzed. The object landed next to John's car and a beam of light shot out, enveloped, and he felt himself being lifted up into the object and then he blacked out well whenever he woke up he was lying on a table in a brightly lit room he was surrounded by strange creatures with large heads and big black eyes um no thank you this this is his story this is his story um that wouldn't be me though Mm -mm, not as creepy um Mm -hmm. but the creatures were wearing white lab coats and we're performing various medical procedures on him. Now, mind you, he got a little bit more descriptive, so I'm kind of just... This is the reason why we've got the Patreon. This is the reason why we've got the Patreon, so therefore we can be more
0: descriptive. I don't know what sign language is for aliens, (laughs) but I'm pretty sure it's something to do like that. (laughs) I'm I'm not sure. Yes.
1: But, anyway, he tried to scream... But no sound came out of his mouth and he tried to move, but his body was strapped down to the table and he was completely hopeless. After what felt like an eternity, the creatures finished their procedures and released him. He was placed back in his car and then the object took off. And when he, when he came to, he was back on the side of the road where he had pulled over earlier. And he'll say, "I mean, I'd be, I'd be shaking, and confused too." But he was shaking and confused, but he knew what he had just experienced was real. Like, I know me, I, mm, I don't know how I'd be able. <laughs> Mm. One, one, thing, one thing I'm going to say John I do appreciate you sharing with us your experience whenever it comes to absolutely
0: to thank you for being brave enough to, to share your experience I mean I think honestly when it comes to things like ghosts and, and Bigfoots and alien you know alien encounters the the fact that there are so many people who are willing to share their stories with us that truthfully means a lot to me because it's one of those things like we don't come upon it as skeptics We don't come upon it as anything other than hey man i want to tell your story because there might be somebody in these comments like like terry down here you know she says her uncle you know was a long-haul trucker and saw some weird stuff in his travels it's definitely you know i think a lot of people don't talk about it just because they they're so worried about that stigma that goes behind it like you know and I'm sure John's story is far more detailed, and and that might be you know one of the reasons he doesn't want to talk about it. So, it, it's it's really interesting to me when we get stories like that where you have somebody who will open up enough and and want to talk about how their experience was because so many of these alien abduction stories and so many of these these greys you know that's that's what they are they're the greys he described the the you know the big headed aliens that everybody kind of is, you know, pop culture lore has kind of led us to believe what certain aliens are supposed to look like. But those are, you know, those are the ones that everybody thinks about. And those are the ones that seem to be the ones that are more scientific. They want to know more about human culture or human life. And it it makes me question, you know, it, it makes me question things about it. This, you know, exactly like guts is saying it's, things like this help remove that stigma and it's all about exposure and talking about it and oh yeah, there's got to be something here's the thing about the, these paranormal stories if we got one story we wouldn't have a show we'd have one really good campfire story the fact that we get hundreds of these a week is one of the things that make it to where I really enjoy doing it and I like the way that you and I come about it because we're not we're not skeptical to the point to where i just want to know you know yeah. I, I always i want to believe and, and i'm not going to tell you that i don't believe i want to believe i want to know that it's there but i got to have some i'm not a seen as believing person i'm i believe you know people like john have no reason to lie to us you know right. why, why are you going to come in and send a complete stranger a story about how you know you were uh, attacked and experimented on by by aliens. John doesn't know me from Adam, so nah. he's opening it up and having these conversations. It's it's really cool. Oh, dude, nah,
1: dude, I love it. Like and like it's these this is just one of many stories that have been submitted on Paranormal Night Shift. And like Grayson, I don't know about you, but dude, I'm I'm here for it. I enjoy hearing everyone's story. And it's for me, it's one of these type things. It's I'm getting to read it. And as I'm reading it, it's it's more of like an experience because some now mind y'all, some people are extremely great writers Mm -hmm. and they get very, very, very detailed on what happened to them.
0: Oh yeah, absolutely. My- Our Halloween episode is is three stories from three amazing writers. So Tuesday, make sure you're tuning in to the Halloween episode. Um, you, you'll you'll find it on the Tubi and, and everything like that. Those are going to be like direct too. But um, those the the stories we have for Halloween are, are definitely very good writers. And, and I also, you know, I remind people too: if you don't think that you have a story, if you don't think that you can write a story, send it in. Because I have so many clip bit stories, as I like to call it, to where it's, you know, somebody will, will come in and go, hey, I had an experience like this. And can you tell me what it is? Or, hey, I had an experience like this. Can you explain to me, you know, what is the black dog phenomenon? Or can you talk to me about the Jersey Devil? Or, hey, I was I was in an airplane one time and I saw this, but I don't really know what I saw. Those stories still open up the the opportunity for us to have these discussions. So, yeah. Everything, please send it into paranormalnightshift.com. It's also where you'll find the lovely shirt that Andy's wearing currently, the believe in yourself Bigfoot shirt. Oh yeah. You'll find all of our fun um all of our fun stickers like this. Oh, my my ring light's good. It says I don't Ooh. believe in humans. Yeah, that ring light was was good. And and Terry, thank you very much, man. I I greatly appreciate what you're saying down there as well. Absolutely. It's just you know, it's trying to bring light to these these things that nobody can explain. It's trying. We're not digging for the truth like that. Uh-uh. That is, I'm not Zach Baggins. We're not walking around with with uh, you know trying to do EVPs and, and hear things. I just yep. want to. I just want to hear your story. Think yeah. of it like paranormal news, because all yeah. I'm going to do is report you know re- re- report your story to it. So that's yeah, the that way I like to do it.
1: Oh yeah. And to me, like, it just, it works beautifully. And I believe that that's what sets Paranormal Night Shift apart from everyone else. And by the way, I, I also have to say this. We are not the TV show or the TV series. I know. series. that ser- I, So that, whenever we named it, we I, I did not realize that that was an actual TV show.
0: Yes. And for those of you guys who, who know me from TikTok, you guys know that I'm the Night Shift guy. That is what I do. I talk about Night Shift this whole concept of paranormal night shift came about from me making a statement about weird things that go bump in the dark at three o'clock in the morning. Mm-hmm. I made one statement and y'all flooded my inbox with, Hey, I got a ghost story. You want to hear a ghost story? Um, which then I brought Andy in immediately and was like, Andy, um, you know, let's, uh, let's have a, let's have a conversation about how to do this. Cause I don't know. And paranormal night shifts, what I called it to begin with. Yes, it was a TV show back in 2000. I believe it's, uh, it's
1: 2020. Yeah. It was yeah. a TV show back in 2020 from what I recall, it was discontinued and it ain't kicking back up.
0: No. And, and so we, we do have the rights to the name paranormal night shift. Our website's paranormalnightshift.com. There, there's no, there's no affiliation with that show. We wish nope. them nothing, but we, we, we wish them nothing but admiration and respect for the people who are on that show. But, I think we do something a little bit different anyway. Yeah. So,
1: yeah, cuz we're we're not trying to do this big video production. We're we're just wanting to tell your story.
0: Absolutely. But, we're not fan reenacting anything for you. So, no. <laughs> no. But I have gotten several messages about about it. So, I, I appreciate us addressing it, but yeah, we're we're good. Like, you know, I don't we're not trying to steal anything from Travel Channel. They're not trying to take anything from us. Just Paranormal no. Night Shift. The name of this. No. That's what it is
1: yeah and that's in fact that is where you can find us everywhere at paranormal night shift we're on youtube facebook we are beginning to build up the tiktok and we're on instagram we got an instagram too
0: we do have an instagram as well Yep. yes absolutely.
1: I, I keep forgetting about the instagram
0: I, me me too yeah me too to be honest with you but yes we have one the your best bet of finding us is going to be on youtube and facebook and definitely always add us if you guys have questions it's at paranormal night shift you can go and follow andy at relarius or at andy errors you can follow me at grayson mcgaha comedy because the other side of me is a lot funnier than than the paranormal <laughs> side of me i think the other side of both of us is a lot funnier than the paranormal side of us, but um. Oh yeah. <laughs> speak, speaking of being funny, we get to do our next podcast here in a couple minutes. Is going to be humor highway, and if you guys enjoy the lighter, funnier side of us, that is what we're going to be doing next. I'm very excited for it, man. We got some uh some cool stuff going on over on humor highway tonight as well. Yep. Um, so if you guys are fans of us and you want to support us more, and you guys want to see more ghost stories and more of this guy and and i guess more of this guy make sure you're checking us out on all the socials we greatly appreciate all of it guys so very very much but with that being said grace you want to tell one more story i mean i got a quickie i I got a quickie right here but it's a it's another one of the quickie yeah absolutely (laughs) i got a quickie right here just like the quickies I've had in my life, they're not going to be anywhere near fun or anything to talk about. But, you know, it is the Jersey Devil. Absolutely. If you guys are familiar with anything about New Jersey and the Jersey Devil, this is a fun rabbit hole to go down. Um, I always like to leave you guys with with some stuff to, to go and look at. But the story of the Jersey Devil has been around since the 1700s. The legend states that the woman named Mother Leds became pregnant with her 13th child. And let this one be the devil is what was said. She said, let this one be the devil. This child was born. It grew, it grew. No, I'm sorry. It growed hoofs. It grew wings and a horn and a tail. Now the monster has been spotted all throughout history in the Pine Barren region of Jersey of New Jersey. The state has embraced its legend. In fact, that's how the New Jersey Devils hockey team got their name. The story continues on more throughout legend. A lot of Lovers Lane stories. People state seeing it in a, on a certain road now. And it happens pretty much around this time every year in New Jersey. They start having a lot more Jersey Devil um. New Jersey Devil stories come out. There's a lot of really cool news articles about the Jersey Devil. Um, think of Hellboy. That's pretty much what the description is. The the younger Hellboy kind of description. This kind of monstrous creature that half-human, half-demon kind of looking thing. But yes, just like Thomas is saying, the Green Men and the Tunnels of Pittsburgh, absolutely. But the Jersey Devil is one that I'll leave you guys to look at and, and go and check out. Um, go and check out your local folklore those are always good ones man it's not just city to city st- or state to state it's city to city you'll oh, yeah. find a lot of stuff when you really start looking through Haunted america and go check out the videos that we've already already done i know we've done north carolina florida i, th- I know we've done georgia and california I-, I tried to go alphabetically for a long time and then i was like yeah i just want to just keep mixing it up so we just kind of threw them out there for a while but andy on that note and everybody over here watching live man thank you guys so much for a wonderful show i absolutely love doing all of these um thank you so so much and i hope you guys have a happy halloween check out the halloween stories that we're going to drop on halloween
1: mm-hmm. and uh,
0: other than that i'm going to finish it the, the with, with the one that you guys told me to finish it with, with last time enjoy your nightmares
1: and all of y'all have a good one.